welcome to the Forum Finance podcast. All you need to know about finance right here. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our monthly podcast. It's always a pleasure to share our views and read about the events that influence our investment strategies and positioning. The gradual rise in interest rates and geopolitical tension weighted on financial markets in October. It was another difficult month for financial assets following an already difficult September. As widely expected, the Federal Open Market Committee reported that it made no changes to its monetary policy stance, as did the European Central Banks. Despite the Central Bank's pose, the US 10 years Treasury yield has risen just above the 5% mark. At 4.93, at the end of October, Yields have not been this high since mid-2007. The two years, ten years spread ended the month at just about 10 basis points after peaking at over 110 basis points in July. Over the month, the all-country world index was down 2.7% in local currency terms and over 3% in US dollar terms. In the US, the equal weight index was down 4.1%, while the main index was only down 2.1%. In addition to the 6.3 fall in the small cap indices, value style index was down 3.5%, more than the growth index as the NASDAQ, which was only down 2.1%. European indices started the fourth quarter on the back foot as well, losing 3.6% in October. Mid and small caps significantly underperform large caps, falling 4.8 and 5.9% respectively. In US dollar term, emerging markets were down 3.9%, China A share down 3%, and frontier markets down 5.8%. It was indeed a terrible month for equity markets and equity investors, but also for bond investors across all sectors, especially those with long maturities, as shown by the fall of 4.9% in the long, in the US long treasury index, following a fall of 11.8% in the third quarter. The US dollar hedged Global Aggregate Index was down 0.7%. The Global Aggregate Corporate and the Global High Yield were down 1% and 90 basis points. The US Dollar Index was marginally higher, while the Japanese Yen continued to fall to new lows against the US Dollar. It is often the case during these kind of risk-off periods linked to geopolitical tensions the price of gold benefited strongly, rising by 7.3%. More surprising was the 10.8% fall in the price of the West Texas crude oil. At the beginning of the year, the consensus view was that a recession was inevitable due to the rise of the oil price and, above all, due to the restrictive monetary policy that saw so, so key interest rates raise at an unprecedented speed and level. 
For the time being, the global economy has defied recessionary expectation with forecasts shifting toward a soft landing of slowing growth. The latest economic data from the United States confirms that the US economy is holding up well, while Europe is sinking further into difficult economic times. Indeed, the latest release of the US growth figure suggests that the US consumer is alive and well, and that businesses are investing. There are headwinds, but inflation has slowed and the driver of the 2022 spike are gone. The situation is quite different in Europe, where the latest publication confirmed an anemic growth that is flirting with the levels generally associated with a, a contraction phase. We believe that in the coming months and weeks, we should see more tangible signs of slowdown in the US economy, but without it becoming too pronounced, although we remain alert to the risk of a lag impact of rising interest rates on both consumer and public finances. Developed central banks remain on hold, but recent encouraging releases on the inflation front reinforce the view that interest rates have probably peaked in the current tightening cycle. The recent rise in yield has led to tighter financial conditions, making this pose not only welcome, but also justified. As a result, we do not expect any further rate hikes and believe that we have indeed reached the peak of the cycle. The realization that interest rates could remain high for longer is only beginning to be reflected in investor expectations. In the coming months, investors' attention will continue to be focused on inflation indicators as a continuation of the easing trend on this front would confirm that policy rates have indeed peaked and that a new phase is about to begin with rate cuts expected in the first half of 2024. The current oversold condition of many assets and the extreme short positioning of many trend-following strategies, typical of a risk of face, are contrarian signals that bring us closer to a turnaround. We maintain our, our overweight in equity and are even considering increasing it if the technical situation improves. As bond yields have risen in recent months, the asset class should come back in favor with investors. What's more, reducing uncertainty over the path of key interest rates and falling inflation rates should support both sovereigns and investment-grade bonds, which are generally more interest rate sensitive than high-yield bonds. In that context, we continue to rebalance our bond exposure towards a better balance between credit and interest rate risk. However, the bond component of our portfolio remains underweight. We maintain our preference for alternative strategies in particular risparity ones, which we increased in October. Thank you for your attention and wish you all a wonderful month. Look forward to welcoming you 
as one of our listeners to the next edition in December. All the best, Cyril.